Hey, thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. I want to say right up top, before we start this episode, we joke around on this show about suicides, suicidal thoughts, and depression, but that's because we've been there and that's how we deal with it and we hope it'll help you, not because we take that subject lightly. So we do want to say, please stay safe, take care of yourselves, reach out to people for help if you need it, and right now... Hearing this, if you're having suicidal thoughts and if you're feeling yourself approaching suicide especially, we got to urge you to call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. They are such a great resource. They will hear you and they know what you're going through. Please call if you need it. And otherwise, enjoy the show. You know just Is that a 311 song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's their hit. Oh, it's yeah, that's right. It's their main hit. Ba 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 That's... <laughs> Have they even <laughs> fucking heard about our shit? Down, 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 down. Now, what, what part of the band is that? Down, down. That's their Bow. first single, Down, from yeah. their... Self-titled album, which is called 311. <laughs> is it? That's yeah, so their self-titled is called 311. <laughs> God. Every mistake possible. Yeah, dude. Formed a band. I love mistakes. <laughs> That's well, why I listen to that stupid they, shit. They did come original. <laughs> they did. Very original. It's pronounced original. <laughs> come original. I don't know if you knew that about that word, but they pronounce it wrong. It's actually... You, <laughs> when you say the word original, you're going to want to say Original. Not original. They're writing their own language, <laughs> almost like Shakespeare. They're so smart. Easily the smartest band because their their number's the highest. Do you think the song Blink One Eighty Two? That's not as high as Three Eleven. Absolutely. They they chose a higher Damn number. Damn near half. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Do ten, you think Come Original is about Al Borland? <laughs> Come Original. Al <laughs> Borland. <laughs> Al Borland, if you are under the age of 30. If you're a fucking baby. Yeah, if you're a little goddamn baby, Al Borland was a supporting character on the show Home Improvement in uh-huh. the 90s. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Can you believe he had to come every time he made that noise? I know. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was so much cum in that show. He, oh, he had to wear diapers. <laughs> he did. I hope he did. I'm sorry. No. Well, you know, it, it was, that was the home improvement. He was improving the home by not coming everywhere. My dad uh, is retired from whatever the fuck he did, and uh, <laughs> and he works. He volunteers at a bookstore now once a week. And I went there sure. with him when I was home, and I was talking to this woman who was so nice and so funny. And she, her thing there was she had to, she there were so many romance novels. She was had been given the task of organizing the romance novels and restacking <laughs> most them. Most erotic, <laughs> yeah. yeah, from big yeah, smallest yeah. to biggest dick. <laughs> <laughs> on the cover. Yeah, it's, um, it's all cover based. And it was so fun to talk to her because she was so 
she hated romance novels and she kept being like i don't know how i got this job i really don't like it was very oh, funny man. but then she found out i was a comedian and she goes oh my god do you know who is so funny tim allen <laughs> <laughs> and i was like totally yeah 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 he she wrote was like, this romance novel right here she was like i love his show and so i tried to Oh my God. Turn it to a place where I could talk to her. I was like, oh, yeah, Home Improvement. I watched Home Improvement all the time. Nope. And she was like, Last Man, Man Standing. standing. <laughs> <laughs> the show that I objectively hate. Like, it's crazy. Hatred. Yeah. Honestly, like, I was kind of fascinated with Last Man Standing recently. And yes. just like, where I'm like, this is such an insanely conservative show. Like yeah. the idea is like my family's a bunch of queers. Like it's insane. <laughs> right. And like they don't let me punch my beef. And I was like, well, what was like going on with Home Improvement? And then I watched Home Improvement. and I'm like, you know, the dynamics are a little bit different, but it's the same message. It's basically the same. It's like I'm just constantly terrified my family will be queer POC. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Totally. Now, my wife's becoming POC. Wilson, what do I do? Oh, yeah, Wilson, that's right. He has to go into the yard and talk to his coward neighbor. Yeah, basically. <laughs> the man who's terrified of his conservative gun-wielding Tim He Allen never shows neighbor. his face because the guy is a psychopath. No, it's um, insane. Like, basically, the, yeah, every episode is Tim has the completely wrong take. Right. And he's, like, raging out to the point of, like stupidity he's in the backyard being like i don't know what i'm gonna fucking do yeah. and then wilson's always like hey there's a quote from like a chinese warlord which kind of means like pacifism and like hey calm down <laughs> you yeah know, like, he would kind of like frame it in something that tim could understand right God. but it, but the message was always like <laughs> don't yell at your kids <laughs> <laughs> I swear, the entire thing was just like, well, what do I do? And he's like, I don't know, chill out. <laughs> Maybe Sh chill. Fucking chill, chill, dude. Wilson's getting high on the other side. On uh, the other side of the fence, you know what I'm saying? He's burning burning trees. Hell yeah, dude. The grass is greener over there. <laughs> you know what's weird is that fence was surgically attached to his face. <laughs> yeah. There's no fence there at all, man. <laughs> that fence died years ago. There's he a like whole... takes off his pants and there's like a little fence around his dick. <laughs> and you can only see the tip <laughs> over there. The tip's just looking over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weird, Tim. Oh, I'm wow. fucking weird. Hey, uh, why don't you lean down and ask some advice uh, down here? <laughs> anyway, Tim Allen has a weekly hour of hate speech at the Laugh Factory every week. Yeah. Uh, I love that he's just... It's called Him Allen. <laughs> he's just there. He's there every week doing a new hour about... There is an entire... I don't understand all the change. There's an entire Home Improvement episode that is about... How his what he doesn't want his wife to borrow the car to yeah. use his car, oh, and then she blood. does, and it breaks down mm. because she didn't tell him that the oil light was on, okay. and uh, and then the conversation they have about it, he's like, why didn't you? You got to take it in, take the car in if the oil light is on. And she was like, well, literally, I always remembered it because of how <laughs> insane it was. She said, well. The reason I didn't take it in is that I assumed that when it got worse, the light would get brighter. Wow. And oh, I was just okay. like, this is... <laughs> Who wrote this? Yeah, I know, dude. Hey, yeah, knock on the writer's room door. Excuse me. Excuse me. Did you do this? Yeah, you're going to hell. Yeah. 
Do you, like it's you just open the door and there's a bunch of fucking NFL linebackers. You're just like, honey, <laughs> you replaced the oil with gender fluid. <laughs> Literally, first day in the writers' room. First day in the writers' room at Home Improvement. The head writer is like, oh, so, okay, so clearly his wife's first name is bitch, right? And, <laughs> Yeah, dr- and they're like, no. no. <laughs> Dress her like an Amish woman, uh, subservient. Uh, I love that he basically makes her wear a handmaiden's tail outfit every episode, dude. Nah, anyway, it's a. It's anyway, a, it's my a dad's friend loves Tim Allen. <laughs> Man, imagine it, like you have to just stack romance novels all day. Yeah, and you don't get horny. You're not allowed to jay you off. Don't beat off. You're not allowed to beat off. You you walk up to her. Hey, are you allowed to beat <laughs> off in here? Have hey, you I know come this, in the store. Hey, I know this is crazy. <laughs> beat off. Can I? My dad works here, so is it cool if I go in the back and beat off? <laughs> oh my god! Ooh, welcome to Suicide Buddies, <laughs> folks. I'm Hampton Young, and I'm Dave Ross, and this is a comedy mental health podcast <laughs> where and... we jerk off in bookstores oh. that our parents work in. <laughs> Dave and I haven't seen each other in a bit, and we're like two children. Excited. Beating off. Beating off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, right you're going to want to look up um, two children beating off <laughs> on uh, X videos. <laughs> you're going to want to put that on uh, X vids. Is that your dick in your pocket or is your dick in my mouth right now? <laughs> you guys know that saying, right? <laughs> am I sucking your dick or am I jerking off? Uh, <laughs> this makes me feel better. <laughs> Had a real bum holidays. Oh yeah, you. I've been bum? a real grunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you know, <laughs> you know the grunch. Wow. Uh, you're a sassy one, uh, Mr. Grunch. You do wow. the things so well, <laughs> but not well enough that you feel okay. You the really Grinch have is half Grinch and half lunch. It's uh, <laughs> it's when you eat the Grinch at eleven thirty oh, on man. Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> but there have been a lot of moments uh, during the holidays where I like immediately have to apologize to Georgia, and I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm being, I'm being terrible. Why? What just are you stressed? Oh, you got stressed. Just stressed, dude. Yeah, dude. It's well, uh, fuck. This is a bummer. Thanks. Yeah. Um. By the way, guys, this podcast is a bummer. <laughs> This is a bummer. <laughs> I, meant to, I meant to disclaim that also at the top. Yeah, it's we funny, it but it's also real, a bummer. Suicide Buddies, the funny bummer. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. Dr. Yeah, Dr. Seuss is like rip off, <laughs> you know. The funny bummer. Guy, a guy who's making books just like his. The Grunge. What? What's the problem? It was a bummer. It was the summer. <laughs> it was not funner. I I'm beginning to think this guy's am a bit coming. Of a scam. <laughs> you know what's funny is guys, we did do a episode about Dr. Seuss's wife who did kill herself. Sorry, she committed suicide or took her own she life. She died by suicide. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to remember so that. Um, but it's so funny that I just from then on I've I love piling on him. And just being like, oh, yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, totally. Oh, he was like an abusive piece of shit. Every time we read about anyone who is male, it turns out that they were awful. Yeah, there's a reason we've maybe dropped off a little bit on the history. <laughs> we're like, oh, it's abuse. I know. It's oh, always... There's abuse behind this. 
You remember, I remember, I was thinking about this earlier today, how one of our first episodes was um, Sylvia Plath. We did like this series of her life, Sylvia Plath, and then Asia Wevel, her mm-hmm. husband's next wife, and then their kid. And uh, that dude, there was like episodes, it was like the second or third episode that we did the first one of those. Mm-hmm. And we were like, Oh wow, this husband is a fucking piece of shit, man. I remember that being a huge element of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh it's not at all like shocking at a certain point where you're like, oh yeah, so where was the abuse more right. more so? <laughs> but yeah, the podcast is a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yes, like Hampton said, it's I a am comedy. All mixed up, don't know what to do. 311 out of my 911. Well, I got 311 out of my 911. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but like, did you know Pete Davidson's <laughs> mom died during 311? That Come makes on. wow. There it is. Yeah, we're talking about all it. mixed up. I don't nailed think that's it. right at all. Why am I targeting this innocent man? <laughs> <laughs> I know it seems weird. Why, why am I being so terrible? We all know that 9-11 was a disaster, but 3-11 was a beautiful disaster. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck! Um, I really did actually enjoy them quite a bit in high school. (laughs) 9-11? No, no, Dave. (laughs) I was not allowed to... Wow. Cool, you enjoyed that, dude. My parents did not allow me to listen to (laughs) 9-11. Oh, man. I know. Well, they only put out the one album. (laughs) No, I just remember making like a mix at one point. I yeah. made a lot of mixes. And your mix was like baba da ba da ba down bow bow. Yes. No, you've got it. <laughs> totally. It's hard because it sounds so similar to the red hot chili pepper song. It's a little bit different. So your mix was half like baba da ba da ba down bow bow and then the other half of it was it's fun. You know what? Really, God, as you're as you're doing a fake bad impression, of them, I really am realizing, man. Like uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers paved the way for this this shit. I was talking about Lincoln Park, the last one. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But I, oh, you're right. I hadn't thought about that. That the Chili Peppers were like three eleven, proto three eleven. I think they changed a lot of the dynamic, whether they yeah. wanted to or not. But they were just. Such a force. They're such idiots. And they literally... <laughs> I mean, they're really fucking dumb. <laughs> they're stupid. <laughs> they're crazy stupid. Yeah. You know, it's funny Their best how- song is about how their friends uh, die of heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Why you don't get it on my friends and die of heroin? They're my friends. <laughs> <laughs> my friends are so depressed. Beep bop, doop bop, doop bop. Glendale But it's like I'm so embarrassed I'm like oh yeah I was so into them I was into it Yeah, I was so into them for a while And I think like I don't know Whatever shitty rock is <laughs> People mm-hmm. learn from shitty rock And then make mm-hmm. other shitty rock I always thought it was so crazy That stadium no rhymes with Arcadium <laughs> 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 How you... did they make that work? Oh, it's unbelievable, That's dude. Those guys are fucking sheer geniuses. force of will. <laughs> um, yeah, and ridiculous that that would be a double album too. Was it a double it was fucking? A du- it was like so many fucking songs. It was Is like that the one with the fucking songs? Wow. 
Is that the one with By the Way on it? Or is there an album called By the no, Way? No, that was before that. <laughs> really? They had like, I mean, I was still into them or whatever. Like, I don't know. They were making semi-reasonable radio rock. Yeah. Um, Under the Bridge and Soul to Squeeze are incredible maybe songs. like my favorite thing up until then. Can't stop. I really just like the music video. I thought that was cool. It's always fun when a music... <laughs> Sorry, a, a band is just like, oh, let's just hire an artist to <laughs> to come up with the concept, right? Or like go shoot in their gallery or to like take their creativity. Um, but anyway, yeah, that Stadium Arcadium shit was like the fucking worst. That yeah. was where they had Danny California. Danny California. Whip it deep, put my penis in the do you. Whip it down my step, and then I'm gonna screw you. Yeah, it, Danny California. And then they had yeah. that song that was like, hey, oh. Listen what I say. Oh. oh my god. It's insane. I don't bad. think I've ever heard that. <laughs> like, I can't imagine pitching that and then also being like, this needs to be a double album with yeah. 38 way more forgettable Somebody, songs yeah, than yeah, those yeah. terrible ones I just said. Somebody heard all of those songs and was like, put them all out. <laughs> you, we don't need to cut 18 of these, put them all the fuck out. Is that the album with the song that's like, driving up the PCH with my two favorite allies? No. That song where it's like... Oh, it's the PCH. <laughs> there's a song about the PCH where he's in a convertible with his two allies. And I was like, when I was in college, a girl played that for me and she was like, right? And I was like, I have Whoa. to go. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Dave, do you think musicians have a podcast where they shit on us? <laughs> Definitely. It's called the Joe Rogan Experience. It's <laughs> my favorite band. Did you guys hear that Joe Rogan's breaking up? Whoa, dude. I know. Yeah. They had a good run. His sensory deprivation tank left him. <laughs> what a weird joke. Uh, that was a weird thing I just said. I loved it. I'm weird. I think you're getting weirder. Uh, yeah, In 2020, dude. you're becoming a bit more of a bitch. I know. Uh, um, I used to make it weird, but now I make it bitch. <laughs> Promo, some dates. 2020, guys. This is a big year, apparently. Happy New Year. I'll have more to say on that in a little bit. Welcome to the new year. But new year, new Dave. Uh, <laughs> new year, new beer <laughs> for Hampton. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What, dude? <laughs> Go get me a beer. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's anything Tim Allen you, style comedy. Anything you tell me to do, I'll do. Get me a fucking beer. <laughs> anything you can do, I can do instead. <laughs> but uh, you're hitting the road pretty early here in the new year. Yeah, totally. I have like, I don't know. I can't. Uh, next week on the podcast, I'll have some other things to announce. But there's like three new things I'm going to be doing starting the beginning of this year. And one of them is touring a lot. But to... Like, I don't know. I didn't focus on big cities. I focused on smaller cities before because uh, less people knew me. But we learned this year that uh, we have, like, fans, people who know us in big cities. And I'm really excited to go to those places. And also, like, smaller cities, too. But anyway, my po <laughs> I'm doing a new type of touring where I'm just, like, going to be hopping around a lot. I used to, like, just do the whole country in two months. Yeah. And I wanted to die. So, yeah, I have... Uh, uh, Santa Cruz, the 10th and 11th of January. So that's next week, if you're listening to this, when this comes out. Um, January 10th, 2020, I'll be in Santa Cruz at DNA's Comedy Lab. January 11th, I'll be in Oakland uh, headlining the show Critical Hit 
at It's Your Move Games. And then I'm uh, I'm just showing up and dropping in, uh, doing a small set on Rory Scovel and Nick Youssef's tour where they're following Tool. <laughs> I'm like doing a set on their Fresno date, the 16th, and then I will be in Sonoma, California, Wine Country, the 17th. And then at the end of the month, I'm doing Tulsa, Oklahoma City, Dallas, Houston, and uh, and then I'm flying to Toronto and doing a doing a show in Toronto and then a show in Cincinnati. And that's all. Tickets for all that are up on my website, DaveToTheRoss.com. I hope I see you. It's going to be so fun. Um, and, you know, I'm just going to say Santa Cruz and Oakland again because those are in like seven days. <laughs> and I really need to promote them. So tell your banana slug friends. <laughs> That's the school in Santa Cruz. Oh, don't you come at me with your local humor. Well, I come original. (laughs) (laughs) I don't appreciate that at all. (laughs) Come original, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. (laughs) Or, guys, go check out Tim Allen. Tim Allen will also be in those cities at those same dates. So it really is your call, Dave or Tim. Nick Youssef and Rory Scoble are doing a thing where they follow Tool on tour, and then they do a show in that city the day after called The Comedians Following Tool on Tour, The Tour. I'm doing a thing where I follow Tim Allen on tour, and it's called The Comedians Following Tim Allen on Tour, the tour. Tool time on tool, tour. Tool time. <laughs> oh, my God. I am going to, I, I need you to know, I'm going to set the mic down because you win and I'm done for the episode. <laughs> That's what comedy is about, defeating people. So, folks, big year, right? Uh, 2020, uh, like the vision. But you know like what? my favorite news show. This fucking year can already wipe my fucking ass. Oh no, Hampton, what happened? No, nothing happened, but I really got down in the dumps, um, which happens around sometimes New Year's. Especially if you eat a lot. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like people nonstop are posting just like, how was my decade? Well, here's all my growth and here's who I am now. And Recapping like, the decade is funny, dude. So wild. <laughs> It's just like, <laughs> shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I don't All right, hear let's it. go back to January 1st, 2010. It's like, damn, <laughs> damn. You know, I just want you to know, guys, that um, it's important in life to really not give a shit about these arbitrary <laughs> dates and times that other people will try to have breakthroughs around. I think a lot yeah. of normal people, are, mm-hmm. that's totally fine to them to be mm-hmm. like, how did I change in the last decade? Well, I got mm-hmm. married, made, you know, got mm-hmm. my dream job, and like, all this insane shit. I finally shit. own a Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mostly mm-hmm. following the Papa John's mm-hmm. <laughs> founder, just yeah. seeing how he's up. Those are the types of recaps I want to well, see. Yeah. What did he fucking oh, post what, yesterday? How was John Shatner's year? <laughs> well, let's see. I said the N-word a bunch. <laughs> Man, which is, quite frankly, par for the course. But this time, people found out. And now I don't make pizza anymore. I'm too racist for pizza. That's some shit. I want to see that. I've always thought that I would have kept listening to WTF if Marin started interviewing failed comedians that he came up with. Oh, my God. How dope would that have been? Would have been pretty rough. I mean, maybe not failed, but people who don't do it anymore or people who didn't get as famous as him. Like, yeah. First of all, it would give them a platform that would be so cool, but I would love to... There was one episode that was something kind of like that. He did reach out to... Oh, when he interviewed me? Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) 
big failure. I Dave knew Ross. that's how you fucking felt. You know, you know I'm the biggest failure, Hampton. <laughs> I should have been called for my failures. Um, and I did re- do one where it was like Boston comics he came up with that were like local legends who really never got out of that right. you know, scene. So I don't know if that counts, but shit, I'm gonna go listen know. to that. Truly, I always yeah. Yeah, I always find that kind of interesting. But, mm. you know, Aww. guys, it's like in life, this is like a Hampton's helpful hint, basically, here <laughs> about life occasions. Don't go to Boston. Don't <laughs> give a shit about other people's fake traditions and stuff and create your own traditions that you give value to in life. And you decide, you know, when the decade's over. A decade is always passing. It's always, right. like, you know. It's there's no reason to not get your life together right now. Lewis Black has this amazing joke that is not directly this, but it is parallel to this. And I love it so much. And I'm not going to do it justice because I'm not going to scream it in Lewis's voice. But the joke is basically I, I fucking hate Halloween. And the reason I hate Halloween is that I'm a grown up and I can dress as Superman whenever the fuck I want. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, it's such a great joke. And it's true. It's true. In fact, I watch horror movies all the time. I will not like base this around October. I need to watch Hellraiser in June. Yeah. I think the rest of the joke when is like if you really out. like Batman, if you really like Batman, then fucking dress as Batman in July. <laughs> Make people come to you. You know, and, go to a children's hospital and just leave without talking to anybody. <laughs> What's well, also like, <laughs> the meanest um, Batman? <laughs> Dress up as Batman, just walk through a hospital real quick. Don't talk to anybody. Hey, wait, 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 wait. No, there's crime. Why? Listen, it's not all fun and games. Listen, you can make a wish, but it might not be granted. <laughs> he just knocks on the door. <laughs> Have you seen Joker? Oh, he's not, he's not here. Oh God, okay. my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Where do you keep the Adderall? (laughs) (laughs) Just gets back in the Batmobile. (laughs) Peels out. I just need some Adderall. (laughs) Where's the Adderall? Uh, well 2020 guys new podcast old us oh man um yeah but to your point i um i totally agree i also want to say though like i hampton and i i think like don't really publicly that often talk shit about that because the problem is just like with a lot of things that happen on the internet is that like if you earnestly get fulfillment out of that great but the problem is that like you could see it so like honestly if the way that you operate as a person is um these markers matter to me a great deal i like to uh take notice and take account and then at the end of whatever marker i post publicly sure sure of course but then so many people start doing it that it's definitely out of societal pressure Mm -hmm. that then it becomes it's weird. I see it. The more and more it was posted, the more and more it seemed competitive, <laughs> but also acting like 
we're all doing it and it's what we should oh, do. Yeah, you'll even see people <laughs> post where they'll be like, I guess I have to post my and, decade and it's like, you don't. It's like, literally no one was asking. <laughs> That's actually the point. No one was asking. So I think and, what Hampton's saying, I think the, the biggest thing takeaway for me and what you said is like, really don't feel like you have, don't feel that pressure. Well, you know? it's like, I, yeah. I understand in the same capacity when people are like, I want to show a picture of my kids. Hey, I'm proud of my kids. Totally. I love my kids. Like, I get that, but it's not the only narrative is that well the decade's over what did you do i talked about is this your life now that it's over it's just like come on man like that the bump like it's just important for other people to realize that like you know your life is ongoing it's a constant totally know? and those people you know are putting that narrative out in front of you and like you have no idea if that's all real you know what i mean like it's just it's just online culture it really is very similar to the idea that misery loves company it's like mm. we're all trapped in this machine this social media bullshit and like need everyone else to be too like um i i put up a solo buddies which is like a Solo bonus episodes that we do for ten dollar patrons and Patreon. Patreon dot com slash suicide buddies. What's up? <laughs> um, and I put it up at like nine o'clock or ten o'clock on New Year's Eve, and uh, I was drunk. I had so much fun. Uh, but like part of what I uh, talked about was uh, was this because I had a conversation with a friend who like is a is a great comic who I love who isn't like who who like has keeps their shit in order and you know isn't like a psycho <laughs> is like a normal person who has their shit together and um sure that they're funny right they're not <laughs> no they are uh they very much are uh but they just in passing said cuz I posted a thing sort of making fun of the idea of that uh of like a recap mm. and then they messaged me and we were talking about it and in talking about it, they were like, yeah, the reason I did it was I, f I just felt like I want people to know I'm grateful and I hadn't posted public gratitude in a while. And look again, if that's how you show so gratitude, like sure. But the way they said it was like, I hadn't posted public gratitude in a while made me think that felt like they felt like they had Some to sort of obligation there. And personally, I don't know a thing that I would like, us all to remember is that private appreciation is means so much more at least it does to me <laughs> yeah, like yeah someone just writing on twitter you're great thank you so much that's so so nice but if if we're close and you have my phone number because we are longtime friends that a direct message from you is going to mean a lot more absolutely yeah of course and we don't need to we're in this weird world that's operating publicly with yeah, everything. A, and it, it, it's like a fake um, kind of identity of like, I'm so close to everybody. I'm so friendly. Yeah. And it's like, well, no. And, you know, it's funny. It's like I'm really not trying to condemn the person who posts more so than like what we're seeing. You know, how we interpret that information. Well, you can't condemn the it. people because you don't know yeah. which people are doing people it are for healthy reasons and which are doing it for unhealthy. They are dummy, dumb, dumb. Dumbs. Yeah. But it's just more a statement of like, definitely a lot of this is unhealthy. <laughs> and uh, we definitely, and I, like, I saw these posts and I was like, fuck, maybe I need to, you know who did a really good recap of their decade hmm. or year was Ian Carmel. In his stories, I was just looking through it. He just, posted photos that were on his phone 
starting from the beginning of the year to the end. Mm. And every now and then there would be a comment, but it was just like, you know, it auto puts the date up there. And it was cool. It was like, in February, I did this show. In March, I was in Albuquerque. In April, I was hanging out with my friends here and we were drunk. It was like... And he's your friend and you enjoy, you know. And it was also not filled with saccharine brags <laughs> which again what did i do this year well i got my booty in shape <laughs> ian carmel's just showing off his ass it's like exploitative shit i'm feeling a little bad because it's i don't want to if you're listening poses. and you did that i don't want to shit on you but because it's not an individual thing it's more like everyone there's just something weird I'm, about I'm, it honestly for me it's individual uh, you've got a great butt and you're showing it off uh, i hope you fucking fuck die you, in dude. a fire <laughs> <laughs> a comedy fire. <laughs> wow. Guys, there's wow. a fire downtown. No rush. It's a comedy fire. It's a fire. comedy fire. You don't want to go near it. <laughs> that fire is hilarious. I'm just I'm gonna jizz it out. <laughs> um okay, so I'm fire. And be great if it, little but... of me. My dad was a house and my mom was a match. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> funniest visual is like a bunch of firefighters all spray hoses and one just like furiously like takes off his pants, starts jacking off towards the fire. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's gonna take a second. Oh my God. God. I'm, I'm with you guys. Well, any minute now. The cum fireman. <laughs> the cum. Oh, man. Peter North. I got you. That's gotta be a movie someone's made, a porn movie the someone's cum made. Fireman? The cum fireman. Why did I think that that had to be something someone had made? <laughs> yeah, just because your writing career is weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was more thinking about your writing career. Um, Will you write the gun fire for me? <laughs> I'm a bad writer. Oh, man. If you do that, then finally... Amber will be the color of my energy. <laughs> the gun fireman shows up. There's a cat in a tree. Mm -hmm. Just one second. <laughs> I'm going to get him out. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we're going to talk about 9-11 hijackers. Uh, we're going to take a break and do that in just a second. But before that, uh, I did want to tease that Hampton, my friend, I have. Lover. Uh, my lover. I need to tell you, um, I'm starting another podcast. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Aristotle, hold me back. I'm going to kill this man. <laughs> oh, man, so fun. <laughs> We've been talking about, um, you know, doing these side projects for a while. Yeah, so this is totally. fun to announce. I've been, dude, I've been like, we're slowly and lightly, gradually thinking what a solo podcast for me would be literally for like a year and a half. Mm -hmm. I have a document with like a thousand names written down. It's crazy. But uh, yeah, the show, I'm not entirely Hampton sure. Sucks. Hampton's stupid. Hampton. <laughs> the death of Hampton, the podcast. Fuck Hampton. <laughs> fuck Hampton. What the fuck Hampton? Hmm. Wow. You, you made it weird, Hampton. Fuck Hampton. <laughs> Fuckhampton.com is taken. Weird. Uh, that is interesting. Uh uh, I don't know when it's going to start. It should be starting uh, at the beginning of February, and you'll start seeing stuff around about it. Uh, well, from me. Um, it's called Get Stupid. <laughs> That's nice. the name. I know. Nice. I'm very happy about it. Um, 
and it's uh, it's uh, it's a brainstorming show. That's basically what it is. We're just going to sit around and come up with ideas for projects, and then come up with names for those projects, <laughs> and then never start them, and then the episode's over. Or sometimes I'll have people on, and they'll literally bring something they made that they never promoted much or didn't get big, like you know. I've re- we've recorded <laughs> stupid music. You know what I mean? I once recorded... I'm down. I, I once remixed... Um, uh, what's the Drake song that was uh, about phones? Oh, so, Hotline Bling? Hotline Bling, yeah. I uh, took Hotline Bling and I just edited <laughs> clips of Eddie Pepitone into it for some reason. <laughs> and I think comics have a lot of shit like... So also... <laughs> I'll just bring people on and we'll play their dumb projects that never went anywhere and come up with names for them and then never do it again. Yeah, (laughs) I'm excited, dude. I think uh, you and I have a similar feeling of like, not that we don't love the podcast, but something that's truly evolved out of it is we clearly love being dumb above all else. That's why it's called Get Stupid. Truly, I had the name before anything. And then I went through like a thousand other names and I was like, nah, it's got to be Get Stupid. And I truly (laughs) just want to do a show where we fucking get all stupid um (laughs) and i like the brainstorming thing because uh honestly i guess maybe i don't entirely know how to explain it as a game yet but that's what i do what we do anyway just sit around and be like hey wouldn't a podcast where (laughs) we suck each other's dicks called the dick sucking podcast be funny (laughs) we should do that well guys that's why i'm launching the come fireman uh, (laughs) podcast it's about firemen uh i don't know if i can specifically say what the title is just yet but it is a podcast i'm going to be doing with georgia uh, my mine wife yeah, it's called the Wife Marriage Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've got like, you know, chemistry. We've got like the fun that uh, But yeah, and I'll be also teasing that uh, coming shortly. So guys, get excited. <laughs> guys, get excited for 20, get excited. 2020. New year, new us. New All right. pods? <laughs> new pods, dude. All right, let's take this We're fat gonna take break. take a fucking break, dude. Fuck. <laughs> Conspiracy theories, secrecy, and power in American culture. Thank you for joining us. Uh, first of all, tell us a bit more about the biggest 9/11 <laughs> conspiracy theories and how or if they were ever debunked. Uh, you, you go with this. <laughs> I believe that. Um, we I, believe that 9/11 was made of cheese. <laughs> what an intro! <laughs> there are no hey. cats in 9/11. Hey, thank you for coming to our uh, news channel. Uh, Go be crazy. <laughs> Can you just Dude, say some crazy things for a while? I can't wait. I can't wait to hear what he's going to fucking say. Most prominent of them would alternatively say that the Bush administration and the American government were either completely involved. Whoa! Fuck you, commie! Never heard of that before. <laughs> no one has ever said that before. were involved in the attack on the Twin Towers and on the Pentagon, and the lesser version of it would have it that uh, the administration knew about the coming attack. This guy's boring. Let's cut ahead. Oh, shit. <laughs> then they show actual 9-11 oh my God. footage. It is so brutal, man. Well, then what, what about 
the others. I mean, why? I'm still confused by why American <laughs> citizens would not trust what their own government was saying, particularly at a time then when the country felt. Hey. How is it possible that there are people that aren't me? <laughs> <laughs> I think one thing, and there are people that think another thing. That's unbelievable. Yeah, wait a second. I'm starting to <laughs> look at, at what this news channel is called, France 24. I don't know if that's it's even a real a show on Cartoon Network. Shouldn't this be mm. in French? <laughs> Not if I have anything Damn. to say about it. Wow, this guy is boring. But yeah, you know, dude, this sucks. More power to him. This podcast sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, every year for the holidays, mm -hmm. we do our 9-11 Christmas 420 fucktacular. Um, <laughs> 3-11 extravaganza so this year. The first one was 9-11 Christmas 420. The second one was 9-11 Christmas 422, 69. <laughs> and this is, of course, 3-11 Christmas 420. Um, I don't know for sure, but I have a sneaking suspicion Santa might show up. <laughs> We got an email from Santa saying he was going to be here. And we got a couple documents from Santa <laughs> about the truth about 9-11. A couple presents related to Epstein's murder. And yeah, totally. It all together. Yeah, I mean, it's Do you think Epstein ever dressed here. as Santa for kids? Absolutely, every time. <laughs> you know what's funny? Every time. That's what, You know what's fucked up is, as I was saying that, I wasn't even thinking about him as a child molester. I just was... So when I said the Santa thing, I didn't mean to commit crimes. I meant like separately, do you think this psychopath ever was the Santa at a party? You know what I mean? Do you ever, you ever think Dude. about stuff like that? <laughs> All I know is that guy was sad. He was a sad, depressed man, and there's nothing to see here. Like, do you Move think it Hitler along. was ever the Easter bunny? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yes. okay, kids. <laughs> Find the eggs. Absolutely. Find the eggs. Oh, don't check the ovens. <laughs> okay. It's got a little tra trail. <laughs> trail I put all the eggs don't in the ovens. The ovens. <laughs> don't let the kids in there. Um, don't look in the ovens, dear Lord. Okay. You know, th I got to say, talking about 9-11, it gets harder every year. It does. It does. Because you either believe the truth, extremely nine and incredibly eleven, fantasies in your fucking head. Exactly. It's a long-standing tradition in the United States that dates back prior to the revolution to be distrustful of power, uh, and that has a good side and a bad side. The good side of it is that is part of what led us to throw off the shackles of colonialism. This uh, is actually right. Al Gore talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's talking about like conspiracy related to like this horrific terrorist attack and mm -hmm. it sounds like he's reading the phone book i know he's literally the like, most boring interesting person of all time <laughs> you know that's really fun fucking insane is like you know what there probably are some like huge conspiracies and you know like uh things that are being covered up but it's just so fucking boring to really look into this stuff. <laughs> yeah. That in a way, conspiracies almost take care of themselves. Like, no one really wants to look into this shit. Yeah. It's really boring. <laughs> yeah. It's so detailed. It's so fucking detailed. If you look up the specifics of really big conspiracies, it's like, it has a lot to do with numbers and dates and adding them together. So on March 15th, is when Osama bin Laden first 
Right. It's like you're released so- a video, 315. What do we know about the number 315? Well, if you read John 315, <laughs> it says, That's no man shall walk through the desert yeah. without a hat on. <laughs> and what is a hat? <laughs> Yes, this is a perfectly good reason to alienate all of your friends and family. Absolutely. (laughs) And just dedicate your life to solving a murder poorly. (laughs) I was just in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado, visiting family. We could talk about family, too. Mm. It's been... It's been crazy. Uh, But I was walking around... You know, like, there are some towns that are, like... You can't tell what type of place it is because most places in America just look very American. There's a lot of strip malls, uh, homes. There's like uh, like a poor area and a rich area. That's like generally it, like both of those exist. Mm-hmm. And uh, so culturally, I don't know. I wonder like, is this place very conservative? Is this place very liberal? Is there a music scene? Is there much culture here? Is there not? And I was like walking around Fort Collins one morning after getting coffee and I was like, what kind of place is this? I can't figure it out. And then I look immediately, I look to my right, and on the back of a stop sign is a fucking huge InfoWars sticker. <laughs> and I was like, there got it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the quick tour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the truth is fucking out there. Oh, wait, guys. There's. Oh, um, my God. This is a real conspiracy. So theorist. I don't know if you guys have looked at the footage of 311, but there's a couple <laughs> controlled demolitions we've seen, a couple controlled explosions here. This guy is just. We are not even trying to make this about mental health. You make me feel like I am home again. Oh, this is an old man singing love song by 311 but the funny thing is 311 didn't write love song that was by that's the cure that's a cure song that's a cure song but he thinks it's by 311 and he's older than the cure his t-shirt says i'll try to be nice if you'll stop being an idiot that's what his shirt says <laughs> that's wow really, that's really dope i love this man you make me feel like i am whole again wow this guy kind of a johnny cash Do I make you feel like cleaning up that fucking bedroom? Wow, Hampton, that wasn't nice. <laughs> it was bothering me. Maybe you should you could stop you could start being nice if he would stop being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to look up some here. Now this is kind of a sublime N three eleven mashup. By whom? Um whom posted this? Yes, dude. Bunch of bunch of people. This is by actually one person. Hey, you forgot to not do this. <laughs> That's so funny. Wow. Imagine doing this in front of a girl. <laughs> like that you're like trying to no you shit. Know, see you sexually in any sort of way. <laughs> you're like, all right, well check this out. Oh, Wait, man, I'm going to cut. So that was the sublime part. And guys, sublime has nothing to do with 9-11. But here we go to the part that really links to 9-11. God damn. Damn, dude. It says that there's an all mixed up 311 part. Maybe it's in the middle. I gotta say, this, this is, is 
really disappointing that right off the top, the two covers I've tried to find of 311 are not, are not 311. That's true, dude. This is insane, man. These are like the I, fans? Well, I think your big mistake is not listening to them first. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I know. I'm one man, Dave. And then that's questionable. Man. Okay. That dude who made that loves going to the pool hall. You know what I mean? <laughs> that dude's like, you want to go to the pool hall? And his wife is like, honey, fuck. Um, Here we got a, a beautiful disaster. Coming. Actually, he's not married. These are kind of by teens. Like, not- oh, they're little kids. This is going to be amazing. Guaranteed. Dude, this kid fucking sucks. <laughs> this is garbage. You're garbage. <laughs> uh, well, I'm- Dude, 311 sounds way better than this. <laughs> you kids think you're ever going to have your own cruise? Man. Your own booze cruise where your fans yeah. uh, show up and pay $3,000 for tickets. <laughs> Why don't you go back to playing fastball songs where you belong? All right, I'm going to speed up a little. This is actually better. This is better than Better than 311? Absolutely better. Because they're kids. This is as good as kids should play. (laughs) No, totally. (laughs) This sort of song is something that kids should have written. Right. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Eric Andre has that joke about how if he was allowed to get a tattoo when he was 17, he would have gotten an entire 311 song tattooed on his body. <laughs> oh, dang. You know, it must be hard to not have a DJ. <laughs> well, I feel like that every day. You just have a kid. Uh, another kid. <laughs> it's so funny. I think that we are fried from our families oh this you is definitely I. the end of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> a thousand percent because i was uh, just listening to that and thinking what are we doing, doing? exactly <laughs> <laughs> i'm asking you guys to look a little deeper into the real history yeah totally 11 yeah exactly are they a california thing uh i don't know i'm gonna look them up oh dude you want a good 311 video Look up this on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Search for what happens when 311 plays in Texas. <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs> it's right. my favorite what? video on the internet, and I've seen every video on the internet. What? I've seen it, all of them. 311 plays in Texas. It's a bar. 311's not playing. It's someone put 311 on the jukebox. Yeah. And, uh... Ah, damn. Add. Um... It's an ad for something that, honestly, we're not getting paid for, so... so I, fuck them. Yeah, 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 yeah. No way. Dude, okay. So, to catch you up, it's a... Yeah, let Aristotle watch. It's a huge bar with shuffleboard, and... Uh, this is wild. Amber is the color of your energy is playing. Everyone in this bar is, like, helicopter dancing. <laughs> They're just holding their arms up and moving them like w- pinwheels. This is terrific. Dude, it's so crazy. Do you think this, <laughs> this is like a bit? Like, I can't tell. I think that they're having a good time. I think that they are truly enjoying themselves. 
And, you know, honestly, I'm happy for them. I have never, ever one time in my life felt this amount of joy. They are so happy. But I don't agree with them as people. I am not this, and I never will be. That's exhausting. (laughs) It's too much helicopter dancing. And I don't even know if that's what you call it. It's like pinwheel dance. It's like uh, rotate. That's really awesome, dude. Let's bounce and rotate. Dude. <laughs> oh man uh, it really reminds me of there's a really great video um we came across for ridiculousness that was like mm. such a golden clip oh it was yeah like white kids doing like rave dancing really intensely and then the camera oh. pants to like little black kid like looking at them like what the <laughs> fuck is this shit? Like, they just dropped out from mars and shit that corn <laughs> so, dancing shit is so it's crazy so fucking funny can we talk about the grunch again yeah, you know. <laughs> I like the grunch. I feel like that was important to get back to. Man, the grunch. It's so funny. You should write the grunch, dude. The movie. And then we'll shoot it. And then it, we'll release it in theaters. <laughs> I had such a stressful time with my family. It was so nuts, man. Mm. It was so crazy. And it was good, too. We did a lot of like talking about things we hadn't talked about. Uh, but I am wiped out, dude. Yeah, no, I've I've just like not had any energy and um, kind of dodging some phone calls because your family's still here, aren't they? Yeah, and I've spent a ton of time with them, so it's just like yeah, yeah, you know. And last night I I was hungover today, like oh my god, I didn't mean to be, but I I really did feel it today. <laughs> I got. Dark, dude. I got fucking dark. <laughs> I got burnt, dude. I actually had um, I and I I think that it's I actually mean this. I I for some reason I'm not really in the mood to talk about it at length right now, so I won't. I'm sure I will at some point later in the show. Not but either. I had a really like really profound great time with my father, where we like what? sat down and <laughs> talked some shit out, and he like truly earnestly apologized he's and it scared was like of the podcast and he and, scared and then he power. beat me to death <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it was amazing. like yeah and i i don't know i've just thought about it a lot so i'll talk about it some other time but it was really wonderful and it was like really impressive and it like yeah changed my life like to just get that apology was so i don't know i just it was crazy how much i needed it it was weird man it was crazy but mm. i think that combined with some other nice stuff that's going on with me lately after a deeply difficult year emotionally. Um, I don't know, man. I normally fucking hate New Year's. And I just either I feel pressure to go out Mm -hmm. and get drunk. And so I force myself to. And then the alcohol makes me sad. And the date makes me sad. And then I'm alone and I'm sad. Or (laughs) I stay home and I have a fine time just watching TV with one other person. Ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. But this year, I don't know. I like... I went grocery shopping at 6 p.m. and I bought a six pack of beer and a bottle of champagne. And uh, I started drinking right away and I just like wanted to. It wasn't like Hmm. pressure. I just wanted to. And and then by like nine, I was drunk and I recorded that solo buddies for the Patreon. And that was fun. And then I... I took a lift to a bar downtown where some friends were throwing a thing and another friend of mine owns the bar. But I was going to the party I saw you at, Steph Tolev's party. Mm. 
And that was like, I told her I'd be there for the ball drop. So I got there to the, the bar at like 10, 15, had one beer, saw some good friends, like hugged and said hi and laughed a lot. And then, by the way, I'm carrying a backpack with the beer and champagne in it also. And so I like was there for a half hour and then I walked to the red line, took the train to Vermont and Santa Monica, and then walked from there to her place, which was a while. Um, was at that party, saw you. We had so much fun. I got drunk and the ball dropped. Uh, and, uh, and then I was there until like two or so. And then when I was leaving, I looked, we all looked and Ubers and Lyfts cost almost a hundred dollars for me to get home. And so I was like drunk and having a great time. Also, by the way, all that walking around and being on the train and shit, I'm like drunk and listening to music in my headphones and just having the fucking best time. I was just having so much fun. You're just like lifting your backpack up to your lips on the train. Yeah. That man is drinking his backpack. <laughs> like a sober person. <laughs> there's also, there's a new girl in my life and she's out of town and that's very new and I'm very excited about it. So I'm like texting her. I like And you. I just started watching the new girl with my wife. <laughs> it's, it is Zoe Deschanel is the thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like texting her and you know, like Bro, having a blast do doing Chanel. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, fuck you, dude. So we and Broy brother. But I'm I, my point is I'm just doing all these like little things myself that I'm having fun doing. And so then at like two fifteen when it was too much, but I also when it cost too much to get a lift, I also felt like I should leave. I was like. I'm just going to fucking walk in the direction of where I live mm-hmm. until the price goes down. Yeah. So I walked for a while. I walked from Hollywood to Silver Lake, mm. uh, which is a fucking while. And But Silver Lake is huge also. And so I, was, I wasn't really thinking about it. And then I was in Silver Lake for a minute, and I was like, oh, my God. Alan Strickland Williams lives around here. Like, oh my God. And you just like punch out a kid and steal his bike. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my I God. Just, I just realized. I can rob this child. <laughs> And Alan is also someone who stays up late. I don't see very much. And I called him and he was up having a party in his building. And so I walked there and then I hung out with him and Fritz and stuff until like four in the morning. And then I caught a lift home because Lyft, they were finally like 12 bucks by that time. Uh, Damn, the Lyft at 4 a.m. Yeah, totally. I've seen some shit. Dude, I I woke up in front of my house. I was slept the whole time. I probably (laughs) snored. I came into the apartment. I petted Funk a little bit, and then I went and got a plate, and I took out. I cut out for myself a huge piece of pie, just a just a massive piece of cherry cobbler, and then dumped a bunch of ice cream on it, and I ate it. And I woke up with the bowl in the bed. <laughs> I hadn't spilled it somehow. Oh God, it's like a dead <laughs> prostitute. Oh shit! Yeah. And then I woke up and I shit. Wrong for a while. <laughs> that boy shits wrong. <laughs> he full of the wrong shit. But it was like the first, like truly happy New Year's I had had in fucking maybe over a decade. Man, it was awesome. <laughs> I had a great time. It is good that you. I, I wouldn't recommend any of this behavior <laughs> to any rational that's, adult. That's true. But, um, that's I true. I'm glad that you allowed yourself to have fun for sure. Thanks. Yeah, I know. I guess it's weird to be on a mental health podcast, uh, being like drinking felt good. Dude, the six pack really got me through. <laughs> it's, like, it's like damn. Um, well, that's the other thing too. You know I don't really like drink that much anymore. Yeah, no, I hadn't no. gotten drunk in a while, and I guess that's the thing. I guess that was it. It was like. I really, my life is so much better. It is 
it is like so healthy now that I am like man, I'm like scheduling it and I have uh, a workout schedule and a like a diet filled with nutritious things and I'm like focused on relationships yeah, in my life. Yeah, you eat cigarettes and pie. Yeah, totally. You eat pie and cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> but I also want my life to be an adventure and so to allow myself to do that uh, last night was dope. <laughs> it was it was awesome. It is so funny. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, allowing yourself to have fun but then it's like, it's. I'm not saying anything negative, but it's like it'd be funny, you know. <laughs> you're 70 years old, still doing that. You got like a backpack, <laughs> like beer. Hey, know? what's up? Hey, I'm just walking around in Hollywood. So I, I took the stand. train from the American Legion <laughs> to the VFW, living uh, my best life. <laughs> <laughs> this decade. Oops. <laughs> All right, let's recap this decade. I broke my hip and I broke my back. <laughs> Um, and I'm a widower. <laughs> what What is that noise? What noise? There's something, Dave. Is there uh, something on your roof? You're hearing something, Dave. Is there... <laughs> oh, oh my God, Santa! Oh, where did Hampton go? Uh, I got. Bye, guys. I'm gonna leave the room for a minute. And... Oh, there he is. <laughs> Hello, and now it's Santa. Hi, Santa. <laughs> Where did oh. did you see where Hampton went? No, I didn't notice that little pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he a pervert? He's been a bad boy all year. Oh no! Did he not get any presents? Donating money to the Epstein defense. <laughs> oh my lord! Really? Wait, Santa, can I ask you, do you really make a naughty and nice list, or is that bullshit? Absolutely. Every single person in the entire world has either been naughty or nice. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has to keep a list. You know what they say, life is a binary. <laughs> Morality is binary, and you're either going to hell or heaven. <laughs> okay. Santa doesn't make the rules. The two popes make the rules. <laughs> That's true. There are two popes now. I yes. saw the movie. That's the only way to have a pope. <laughs> okay. Do you know the pope? Oh, yes. I know all the bad boys. <laughs> Who are the other bad boys uh, besides Will Smith and Martin Lawrence? <laughs> <laughs> well, as you know, Pope Francis and Martin Lawrence are the two worst boys in the world. <laughs> I know. I can't believe that it, they keep making bad boys movies, but they haven't made one of them the worst boys. Seems weird. Hmm. Well, Dave, I don't think it's any sort of coincidence that you haven't asked what you are on the list. Oh, I don't want to know, Santa. You don't want to know. <laughs> I guess since you're here, I'll I'll know, but I don't really... I feel like it'll affect how I behave. Santa has never seen this sort of power disparity before. <laughs> Nobody has ever refused to know if they're naughty or Okay, nice. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. T tell me. I do want to know. Was I on the naughty list or the nice list? Well, I think year? you're a fucking piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> you're not just naughty. You didn't want to know if you were naughty <laughs> or nice. Uh, well, oh, that's... But what, what list was I on before I did that? Oh, you were the best boy in the world? <laughs> <laughs> you were playing it all cool, Dave. Yeah. Looking up 311 and 9-11. Having fun with your best friend, Captain <laughs> <Yann>. <laughs> Then you had to shit on Santa. <laughs> Damn, do you think anyone's ever taken a shit on Santa? Someone wearing a Santa costume? <laughs> do you think about stuff like that? 
<laughs> Santa, Santa doesn't think about such things. Santa keeps his thoughts about Christmas and 9 11. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. May, by the way, maybe I'll start a podcast called Do You Think About Stuff Like That? It's <laughs> a lot of fun. Dave, but, I wish you all the best with your podcast adventures uh, in the new year. <laughs> Thank you, Santa. That's so nice. <laughs> Santa loves podcasts. Does he? What's, what podcast does Santa listen to? Uh, uh, Tales from the Night Vale. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it's called. What is it called? Welcome to Night Vale. Welcome to the Night Vale. No. Santa's well, Night Vale. Okay. What else? Conan O'Brien has a podcast, <laughs> I hear. I like it when celebrities have podcasts. <laughs> it makes it easier for me. Less questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm off to Tim Allen's house to kill him. <laughs> okay. Bye, boys. <laughs> Honestly, don't make that grunge idea because Santa already has a copyright on all Christmas-related things. But bye, boys! Holy shit. Why'd Dude, you, where were you? You made me wait outside while you guys got to talk to Santa? No, I didn't make you. Wait, you left. Why'd you leave? <sighs> Dave, it's not important. Anyway, guys, <laughs> this is pretty much the worst de decade of my fucking life. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Fuck this decade. Fuck this fucking decade. I'm so ready for the roaring 2020s. I gotta say, 2020, <laughs> already worst year of my fucking life. I know, dude. And it's not even... I wish I was dead every single day of this year. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should recap 2020 tomorrow. <laughs> All right, so far, 2020 has been a little rough. My 2020 has been insane. <laughs> it's crazy. My decade. This decade is fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Hampton. I'm down. All right, plug those dates real quick. Santa Cruz, January 10th. Oakland, January 11th. Sonoma, January 17th. The day before that in Fresno. Uh, and then Tulsa, Oklahoma City, Houston, Dallas, Toronto, and Cincinnati at the end of January. All those ticket links are at DaveToTheRoss.com. Guys, I'll be touring some point here in the early 2020 and be on the lookout for uh, just podcast stuff uh, Dave and I are going to be making yeah, here dude. soon. You uh, guys are the best. Thank you so much. Yeah. And honestly, like reading some of uh, the posts on uh, the Facebook group for Suicide Buddies, it's just really encouraging to see how you guys all kind of help each other out. Yeah, um, it's nice. Not us, not Dave or I. We don't give a shit, but <laughs> you guys... I don't, like <laughs> I don't like help. I don't like. I'm anti help. Yeah, uh, you guys I are the best. Alone. Glad you're alive. Yeah, you're the best fans ever. Glad you're alive. Happy New Year. Happy New Beer. See you soon. Bye bye. Hey folks, thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. Dave and I want you to know that we don't really take this subject that lightly, even though we joke about depression and suicide and possibly even killing ourselves. Uh, it's all part of the beast, but you need to know that we don't take it lightly. And we respect that if you're actually currently dealing with insane depression right now, that we would prefer that you deal with it. And we would really appreciate it, especially if you would call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're at 1-800-273-8255. That's one 800 273 talk and they're they're better equipped to deal with some of the more medical side of uh, depression and suicidal thoughts and they are there they're there to talk to you and help you deal with it and we really want you to stay with us and we're happy that you're with us so thanks for listening
Podcast Network.